Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We appreciate everybody for being with us. If you're just tuning in, uh, welcome in. No update on uh, Devonta Sabonis. He is currently listed uh, as questionable. Uh, I imagine we won't get uh, an official update until 30 minutes before the game starts. Uh, James Ham, our 1320 Kings insider and creator of the Kings Beat, uh, was at shoot around today. He joins us now. Uh, Hammer, I'm glad you brought up uh, Kevin Herter because it does remind me of an earlier conversation that I, I, I do need to bring full circle just for confirmation the the red cookie that you were serving to members of the uh media on friday was in fact a red velvet cookie oh yeah it was very nice i have heard that that was that's that's a that's that's a top tier cookie that's ranking on my family's all-time list Mm. already wow Uh, that that cookie that uh mrs ham attorney at law made yeah, I told her uh, that this weekend that is the best cookie she's ever made. That's that's that that's I'm, I'm I can't say it's a consensus, but it was a consensus with the people who tried it in my family. Yeah, <laughs> so and that, I know that was the one. Chris Biederman may have tweeted about that said cookie, mm. and she also makes the finished ribbon cookies, which are the ones with jelly in the middle, which are spectacular as well. That's Wait, sort of her cookie staple. With jelly in the middle, did uh. you didn't get any of the cookies? No, he was late. Yeah, was late. I gave him to my family. Uh, I, I need you, to. Bring you show up late. You don't get cookies. Well, I mean, like, well, well go ahead. Go ahead. Say, tell them what you tell them what you said. I was going to say, James. All I, all I no, need is a chocolate no, chip. No, these beautiful cookies, right, with frosting and jelly and I mean, this is a beautiful presentation. I bet. This man says, "Just I just want a chocolate chip cookie." That's, That's all I need. That's all I need. Or that one that you brought from uh, Crumble. That, that the, so the red velvet cookie looked uh, like what he brought from hey, that one went crazy. We, I didn't let you guys get any of that. The, we have breaking <laughs> news. Okay, all right. Uh, Mike Brown has entered health and safety protocols. Jesus, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Jordy Fernandez Jesus. will coach tonight. That's still a thing, huh? Yeah. All right. So Mike Brown is out tonight. I did not think that that's what you were going to say. <laughs> God that damn is it. not what I thought the breaking news would be at all either. So. Uh, Mike Brown is out tonight's game uh, against the uh, Denver Nuggets. I, I assume I, I don't know how this works anymore, Hammer. I assume this means he's out tomorrow too. 
Uh, Jordy Fernandez. For the week. Well, I, I I don't know how this works anymore. I know there have been guys this year in health and safety protocols. I just haven't followed it particularly closely. Uh, so Mike Brown is out tonight. Jordy Fernandez uh, will be the head coach. Uh, we saw Jordy Fernandez, of course, coach the night that uh, Mike Brown intentionally got thrown out of a game. Uh, got that win there. It was a, 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 a great performance from, from that team. Uh, seems like another, you know, no matter what they've done to prepare over the last few days, uh, seems like another curveball uh, thrown their way here with Mike Brown being out and still waiting to see if they're uh, soon to be, in my opinion, three-time All-Star uh, is going to be available for him. Hey, happy birthday, Jordy Fernandez, though. Yeah. That's right. It's Jordy Fernandez's birthday. Yes, indeed. It's Brock yeah. Purdy's birthday. Oh, they're not the same ages, but I guess all the goats were born I'm today. I'm just saying, man, that boy. Brock just keep doing it, Brock boy. Purdy's he just 20, keep doing it. dude's 23 years old. Damn. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy Rock birthday. Rock, he just Jordy. keep doing it. You just see him on Saturday. He Focus. Just, he seems, Focus. He, the first half was a little iffy. I know this. Is, I understand just, this is my fault. Tell Bring you, Brock is crazy just, right now. He's crazy. Squirrel. Just, just, mentioning the, <laughs> just mentioning Brock and the coach share a birthday. Uh, Jordy Fernandez running things tonight. Uh, yeah. We'll see if his pants are tucked into a sock. <laughs> he definitely likes that look when he's warming up. And I, I respect it. I have tremendous amount of respect for the – for the socks tucked into the, or the pants tucked into today. the socks. Sorry, Ramsey. That's how I got him today. Yeah. Well, Ramsey could take his straight leg sweats and that crumple them up and crazy. St- <laughs> take them in a sock. <laughs> so, how is is this a is this a big deal? Like on a, on a scale from one to ten, Mike Brown being out. And I'm not trying to. I'm, we're, we're talking a game potentially too. I'm certainly not trying to minimize Mike Brown, but for a short term. Health and safety protocol. He'll be on FaceTime. I'm sure they'll be communicating. How big is this? Um, yeah, I mean, just on a personal note, uh, he did come over and dab all of us yesterday, and then we had a scrum where we're all about two feet away from him. D'Lo and KC have just entered <laughs> health and safety protocols. Yeah, let's make sure we keep our distance here. Maybe we crack the door. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was at practice today as well, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it's something. Um, we just, you know, at this point, I know in order to be around the team, he has to be, uh, double boosted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the chance of this being anything more than, you know, pretty minor is pretty slim. Um, but at the same time, yeah, he's your fearless leader. He's the guy who's been running through brick walls and I think everyone loves Jordy. I think, uh, one in one on his birthday would be something against his former team. Uh, the Denver Nuggets against mm-hmm. his former head coach and Michael Malone. Um, I think that that's probably going to play into tonight. I, I think it'll be it'll probably add a little emotion to the night. I, it's sure. interesting. Yeah. Forty. I didn't. James tweeted it. Jordy Fernandez's fortieth birthday. That young guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can we get one of them like blackish boys to men gimmicks where Mike Brown's just on like an iPad that just <laughs> just rolls around just the sideline? Back and forth. Yeah. You guys remember? You guys might not remember this. Remember the uh, coach? I think he was at Georgia State. He tore his Achilles like before the tournament. Made the tournament. They won like it was like a fourteen three upset. And he was rolling he around on the sideline. Tore his Achilles. Yes, I remember that. But didn't he tear his Achilles celebrating? 
I don't think it, it was already. Well, it was already maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they won the <laughs> conference tournament, I okay. think that's what happened. Okay. So he tore his Achilles. He was rolling around, yep. and then he fell off the chair. Oh, I remember he fell off the chair. The poor uh, student, uh, uh, the gr- graduate students, just freaked out and ran over trying to pick this man up as he's falling out of the chair. So little, Ramsey's Ron, Ron Hunter. So a little Ron Hunter boys to men blackish action. For uh, Mike, Mike Brown, Brown on hopefully the he iPad. doesn't fall over. Hopefully the iPad doesn't fall over. Uh, we we, we don't hear about this because it's just not as prevalent as it used to be. But they'll communicate, right? Like they'll they'll will, will they communicate during halftime? Like Jordy and Mike and his coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mike will be in a secured location, and and they even when it happened with Alvin because remember last year Alvin. Got it, and Doug took That's over. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, Doug yeah. went two and th- no three and three and two, two and three. He goes that which, many games. Which either like w- either way, yeah, I thought it was five games. I might be wrong, um, but like they were talking the whole time, like leading up to the game, they had like they zoomed him into the locker room. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, and then right afterwards, Doug got it and was out as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it is what it is. We well, can't have nice things. No, we can't, man. Like, I don't know why. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I, just let us have something. It's been 16 years. 16 years, man. Let we're, us have something. We're, we're, we're going to get there, though. We're going to get there. I'm not worried about it. I want to ask you this, Ham, because we talked about it earlier, me and Damien. Friday, Friday night's loss was pretty deflating to, I know, myself, and it seemed like 17,000 people at the Golden One Center. It was, Monday was disappointing. Friday was deflating. People were like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh no, wait a minute. And there's been a lot of, you know, some people like, oh man, are they, are they really that good? Or are we start, is the shoe starting to drop again or whatever? I still think they lost two games, man. And they weren't good losses or nothing like that, but they lost two games. I think they're still a good team. What's a good loss, Kenny? <laughs> Actually, God. you know what? Like, I think what separates these is that, Throughout the course of the first 28 games or whatever it was, they had not had a bad loss. And and both of those, you just, like, I don't care. Like, we can talk about the fact that that was, like, the second or third game all season the Hornets have been whole. We can talk about Bradley Beal and, and the Wizards being closer to their full roster but the fact that both of those teams were on the second night of a back-to-back, that one of them had been 1-9 over their previous 10 games, and one of them had lost eight straight, you got two teams with a combined 1-17, of 17, both playing on the second night of a bad back-to-back in Utah, flying to Sacramento. You're on your home court, and you drop the ball. So it doesn't matter how you twist them anyway. They're still... Two horrible losses. Absolutely, but I, I, that's not even my thing. My thing is, I still, I'm not letting those two games change my opinion of what I saw for them for 30 games. I think it's still a good team. I think most nights, until I see otherwise, you put a team, and they won't really have this opportunity this week. It feels like, but you put a team like Charlotte or Washington in front of this Kings team, they've proven that they'll take care of business. And I'm going to look at that team that way and say they're a good team. There's not much of anything to panic about. Obviously, the bonus injury is not a good thing. But as far as the team, I still think I still think they're fine. I think they're fine, too, like in the long run. But 
we're looking at a six-game homestand, and they just went from the possibility of 3-0 and and having some momentum going into a back-to-back against the best team in the West and Denver to a team that very well could be 1-4 to start a five a six-game homestand. Is it five or six? Uh, whatever six. it is. It is, yeah, six. Um, like, that's that's not good. That's not good at all if you go, you know, one and four on a, the first five games on a homestand where you're supposed to take care of your home business. And, again, you expect to lose mm-hmm. one or even both of these games against Denver. You can't lose the other games. And that's why those are so bad. See, that that's that's the one part, and, 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 I, and I agree with you, James. It's just the one part where I, I, I look at it and, like, well, this team and, – and it goes to what Kenny was saying, why that Friday loss was so deflating because – you have the Monday game, and you bounce back Wednesday. And I feel like that's what the Kings have done. Can the Kings answer the call? Can they do this? Can they do that? And it feels like more times than not this year they've answered the call. Yeah. And then that Friday game hits, and it's like, well, what the hell was that? I don't even know how to equate this into everything else we saw this season. But, you know, you talk about these these games with Denver. you got Utah coming up. You've got some really you – Memphis. you got some really difficult matchups. Uh, coming up beginning tonight, and if we're following the trend of the season, they've been able to get a couple of these. Now, obviously, circumstances are obviously going to be different now where, you know, if DeMontis Sabonis plays, he's going to be playing at least a little bit hindered. We know Mike Brown is not coaching tonight. Jordy Fernandez is. Um, so, you know, there, there's, there's those dynamics thrown involved, but I feel like they've answered the call more time. I feel like they've answered the call every time uh, this year, which again is why the Friday game was so frustrating because it just didn't it didn't fit. It was like that's that's not this year's version of the Kings right there. Hmm. That's 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 old Kings. Yeah, it, it really they were two losses that just stuck out as like they they don't fit with what we've seen all season. But like we've seen other instances where this team has a long homestand in December. And it, it ends up being the defining moment of the season, which eliminates them from playoff contention. And that's what you can't have at this point. Well, that's not going to happen. I mean, you can have a bad homestand. But this homestand could go really bad, and they could still be okay. They just won't be in the same position that they are because the West is still the same. They could still be six. Yeah. The West is still just there. Yeah. Like, I'm stopping short of saying the West is just average, but – it's what it is. It's mm-hmm. just it's just there with <laughs> with the exceptions being three of your next four games are against two teams that aren't average, Denver and Memphis. Yeah. I mean, it you have to take care of the the games That's, that you have to take care of. I just, of the easy ones. I just noticed what time it was, and that was James was probably trying to wrap me up. Like, <laughs> hey, you, you might want to go to commercial here, pal. Uh, we'll come back. We'll go commercial free to the top of the hour. Uh, Jason Jones is going to sh- join us uh, a- a- at some point as well as we take you till four o'clock. It's Stilo and KC along with James Ham here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. continues streaming live on the odyssey app i'm not ready i'm trying to get to the <laughs> bottom of this my all my i want for is... christmas is a song recorded by mariah carey for her fourth studio album and yeah. first holiday album 1994, 1994. Mm. yeah so that's her song. by all accounts it wasn't yeah. a she wrote it yeah written she and did. produced by yep. carrie and walter F. Uh, oh, i don't know baby love can you can you imagine like when the they licensing when they decided, agreement for that record? Well, look, when they made that song in '94, they probably thought it was a good record. Never would it like they're going to be playing that forever. The song forever. is certified twelve times platinum. Yikes! That's diamond, and it's just going to keep going up. Ish. Like they're they're never going to not play that song on Christmas. I mean, doesn't she have her own Christmas special now because of it? I'd watch. By 2022. <laughs> Not listen, but watch. <laughs> it it had girl. reportedly earned $80 million in royalties. Mm. Yikes. And I love that song. Like, it's a great Christmas song. It is, it is, it is a wonderful song. Mariah can't sing anymore. Wait a minute. Okay. Come on, man. Don't do wait this. A, wait a minute. Well, who said that? Me. Settle down. She cannot sing anymore. I, no, we are. We had this discussion. She was on Tiny House like a year ago, killing it on We Belong Together, killing it. And Tiny so, House ain't no production. So, like that's a live band, live mic. Mariah still got it. Don't listen to the media. So wait a second. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna need. <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. Yo, hold on. <laughs> Cause it's cause well, wait a minute it's twelve this song is twelve times platinum uh, in the United States no it's probably it's probably fifty worldwide it's, it's got to be fifty huh 
I'm putting my number at 15. It, 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 uh, 14, 20, 25. Oh. 32, 34, 35, 36. We're talking 100 times? 40, 46. <laughs> We're listening to Damian Count here it's, on D-Lo and it's, it's It's at least... <laughs> It's at least 55 times platinum. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's made some cash. Oh, my 55, goodness. 56. She said, I think she says she makes $8 million every year off that song alone. Wow. Every year. And no, I wait a minute. We need, we need wait a minute. something 55. that allows us to make $8 million a year. <laughs> and it, every and here's, year. here's the thing that I always <laughs> say about that song. It ain't going nowhere. Like, it's not going to be like 10 years from now, ah, oh, no. we're not playing that Mariah Carey no more. No, it's going to be played forever. Like the Temptation Silent Night, it's going to be played forever. That's incredible. Damn. That's a lot of money. Damn. <laughs> Damien's gone, by the way. I'm, yeah. I, We've <laughs> lost Damien. He's in a rabbit hole. He's, he's chasing the... See, I, I have to know what the number is. You can just send me the website. I, I'm good at like quick counting. He is good at quick Damn is really good at quick counting. Yeah, the numbers just add up. Yeah, but Mar- I mean, Mariah, every every Christmas, that's a staple for me. And we, we got into this because I feel, well, we got into I this. Was really I was really trusting you out. to bring us back to the Kings while I did this. I, I was well, just... do you think Mike Brown likes uh, Mariah Carey's version? <laughs> I, I, I do. <laughs> that's I do. what he's doing in health and safety protocols. <laughs> yeah. He's listening to... Yeah, I, I'm wondering if you know wasn't she married to Nick Cannon? Yeah, she was uh, I'm two sure twins. he's he's taking care. He's taking some of that money every oh, year. Oh man, <laughs> that's paying. Yeah, she she's paying him alimony. I'm sure. Oh yeah, she yeah. well Nick Cannon he he make a good amount of money, yeah. but he don't make eight million dollars a year. Got, that's why he got so many damn jobs. <laughs> he can't stop. Yeah, can't, can't stop. Won't stop. No, he no, he literally cannot stop. The judge and ordered he him. Better not stop. You he won't to, stop. Yeah, you have you to keep. You have to keep working. <laughs> you need. I was. I spent for. I. I. Well, I, I know why. I was sitting outside smoking a cigar last night. I got, I got. a I got a cigar. For some. I got some cigars for. For, for Christmas, and I, for some reason, just started going through old pictures. It's where the Terrence Howard mm-hmm. picture... Po- the boy I've, Mayweather picture is fire, too. Well, I didn't post that I mean, one. I, I just no, that's all I'm just saying. You it's just out there. I mean, it could be posted one of these days. Well, there's nothing wrong with the picture. It's just if you if you don't know nothing about that Trio <laughs> 750 on your hip, like, I don't know what to tell you. What you know about that on your hip? No. But <laughs> I remember young Nick Cannon. Like, he was just... Who knew that he would become? Did he? Uh, did that he you would talk to him for the world? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did exactly. you talk to him for money? Don't cost a thing. Uh, that sounds around that time. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I feel like we Him like and he did. Milley. He he did. Uh, I know he did. Um, he did one of our our concerts. At the park, the oh, Discovery Park Jiggle concerts. Out, huh? That's, that was what he was he, performing. He, he did one of those. He 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 was there this the same day. I remember uh, Nick Cannon, Rihanna, Sir Mix a Lot was there. Oh, um, yeah, it was a day. That's a damn shame. Day. I think that's his biggest hit. I don't know if he can perform Jiggle no more. What well, did he? Uh, that was a smash. Yeah, can't go, can't do that right. one on the Mass Singer. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move along. I think Mike Brown could do the mask. Mike Brown's going to be the mask coach. Hey, hey look, maybe that's why it's all a conspiracy, right? He's not in health and safety protocol. He's got to go film the mask singer. That's Remember what, what they said is. about Brady? 
no. Was Brady on Mass Singer? No, oh, but that no. was the rumor when he oh. was fighting for his damn marriage, and they were like, ah, oh, he just went to go record the Mass Singer. <laughs> Poor Tom. You know what I forgot? Doesn't Tom Brady have like a half a billion dollar job oh, waiting, yeah, waiting for him? Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's waiting for him. Because we were – not that we were joking, but we did have a conversation. Like, why would Tom Brady retire now? He's like, what's he going to go home to? Mm-hmm. He's not. No. He's going to go he earn five hundred million dollars for Fox. He's still got work to do. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Hmm. One thing I love about the end of the year is like awful announcing was posting like their best and worst this this and that, and I it just I, I completely forgot about Brian Winhurst and the hysteria that <laughs> Brian Winhurst created. <laughs> During the the well, why would the Rudy go no <laughs> just the, just the memes and all of the the wonderfulness that came out of he got in his bag the, oh, was, <laughs> he got in his bag that day one of the one of, it was one of the great moments in television no one was yelling at each other no one was screaming or calling each other dumb they or were looking dumbfounded they were just sitting there like what is this dude talking about. And what was it like? Four hours later, Rudy Gobert was traded. Marvelous. That hasn't that hasn't worked out well. That's that's the best thing we've got out of the Rudy Gobert trade is the Brian Winhurst. The Brian Winhurst. I told you when that I didn't like that trade. I agreed with you. Okay, well, calm down. I'm just telling you. You guys need to calm down. I don't believe that that team is so fraudulent. That that Timberwolves team is fraudulent. They always have been. And they got bailed out by Jimmy Butler. Otherwise, they 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 should be more scrutinized than the Kings are. They Facts. should be more scrutinized than the Kings are. Period. Facts. They've had three number one picks. How many have the Kings had? None. One ever. Oh, Purvis yeah. Ellison. Always nervous. Purvis. Nineteen eighty nine. Eighty eight. Eighty nine. In like the worst draft of all time. Always oh, bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember it was him or Stacey King. Who do you go with? Stacey King. And I think Stacey King fell to number seven, I think. Oklahoma. Bulls legend, Stacey King. Can, can the Kings sustain a prolonged stretch of a, I don't want to say minimized, but maybe a downgraded Domas? Because we've talked about what they have to do and who needs to do this and guys need to do that. Can they? Do you think that they can, given how important uh, he has been this year for this team? I don't know. Like, we kept talking about this this question, right? Like, who is the most important player on the Kings roster? And I think it's Sabonis, and I, I think we're about to see, like, what this team looks like if he isn't 100% or what it looks like if he's not there at all. Um, and that's that's some scary stuff because I don't think this team has anyone that can replace him just just because the skill set is so unique. Let's bring in our man Jason Jones of the Athletic, host of J Street Vibes as well. What do you think, Jay? Can this can this Kings team survive uh, a prolonged stretch of either Domas being out or Domas being minimized? Oh, defend. What are we calling uh, survive? I mean. Can they float around the 500 mark? I think they've got enough to do that, to fight, to have a fighting chance, just because I think, I think the roster overall is better than it's been in the past. Will they be at the same level? No. You can't replace what he does for them. 
But I think this is where I look at it kind of like, you know what? Every time I go online, I'm talking about is De'Aaron Fox an all-star? Is De'Aaron Fox a star? Now's, you know, now's the time to be a star. Yeah. You know, I think now is the time where you say, okay, where you distinguish yourself as, okay, I'm one of those guys now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't replace what Sabonis gives them. But I think, I still think they've got enough to at least be competitive. Now, say he were to miss 10 games and they go one and nine, I'd be shocked. I don't don't think they'll fall all the way off like that. And he hasn't missed a game yet. So I'm I'm just speculating. I'm kind of the same, you know, hypothetical, but Mm -hmm. they, they should still be able to fight. I mean, they're not, you know, I mean, if the Warriors without Steph and Wiggins can win, you know, win a game here and there, you know, I think the, the, the Kings should have a fighting chance at least most nights. I mean, the elite team is going to be a problem even if they're healthy. But, I mean, there's enough bad teams out there where they should be competitive and be able to get some of those on those nights. I, I agree. I agree. And you make a great point about De'Aaron Fox. And this is, this is you know, kind of his time to, to let everybody know I'm, I'm here. I'm an all-star, like some people are saying, and I'm ready to um, do what's needed, what, whatever it's needed. If it's score more, it's be a distributor, whatever the case may be, I'm ready to lead this team to where I, I they were projected to go as the season went along. Yeah, and I think the thing is, for years, all, we've always, a lot of people have said, this team is so much better if a guy like Rashawn Holmes is coming off your bench. You know, it's not like Rashawn's, you know, if you got to play Rashawn more, not like a guy who's never played before. Mm-hmm. Is he Sabonis? No. But you know you can get 25-plus minutes out of him if he's playing well. You know, so, I mean, I think there's different things you can look at. I mean, like I said, you can't replace a bonus. You know, I'm not even trying to say that if you plug in Rashawn, it's exactly the same. It's not. But this is not a thing where I look at them and say, oh, my God, <laughs> they've got absolutely no chance now. Jason, is the answer Hassan Whiteside? Oh, my. I would love that personally. Hassan's my homie. I would love that. I would. I, I think Kenny would too. I mean, I you, no I'm, I'm just here for entertainment a lot now, so I'm like, if, if uh, yeah, give me Hassan Whiteside back. I mean, that would that would make my day because I mean, then I I would come to practice to talk only to Hassan. <laughs> Hassan Me and Hassan go way back at this point, you know, and Me I got, too. you know, you know, and everyone knows me and Hassan have had some very interesting interactions over the years. So <laughs> I was just for entertainment purposes, I would, I would not be opposed to Hassan Whiteside. Could you write an article power ranking your interactions with, with Hassan Whiteside, <laughs> like maybe one through five? I probably could. <laughs> Because some of them were just so unique that it would be like, you can't believe this is a real story, but it is, you know, it's, it, you know, it is, and they were all in, I mean, for me, none of it is malicious or like making fun of us. There were just funny things that happened. It was like, you know, it was, it, you know, it's like, wow, this guy, and then you realize I met him, he was what, 19, 20? <laughs> so you realize how young he was back then. And then he would just say things that would crack you up to where DeMarcus's only response would be Hassan, shut up. (laughs) Because it would just be so, it would be like so clever and witty that you'd almost stop and go, wow, he said that to you. Mm. And you you hear, shut up, Hassan. Yeah, a lot of fun (laughs) times. Yeah, so bring, you know, let's get a hashtag, 
Hassan to sack. You know, let's just get that going. Oh, jeez. Let's, let's not get that going. Hassan or DeMarcus? <laughs> which one? Which one do you would you sign right now? I'd sign DeMarcus right now. Yeah. In terms of, if you're talking about uh, what you're trying to replace. Yeah. That's, you know what someone told that's me? guy can naturally pass. Right that there. I didn't, you know what someone told me I didn't know? Dwight can't get out of his contract. Mm. Like Dwight's, like Dwight's not coming back to the NBA this year. Like he's playing in Taiwan. Like they have him under contract. There's no out in his contract. So mm. our question of how has no one gone to Dwight and signed him? That's why he he can't leave. Yeah, yeah. He he got to go over there and fight Sim Bular. What you talking about? <laughs> that was epic. That was that, that was, was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to, you know, he's over there helping, you no, know, no, you know, scuffling with Sim Bular. Probably, you know, I blame Rock Nation for that as well. Oh, by the geez. way, Rock, yeah, Rock Nation. They, they Rock blame Nation for everything right now. I, I blame Rock Nation for everything right now. Just so you know, that's why I was running late. Rock Nation had me held up. <laughs> I, that's that's I I heard that. Yeah, Jay Z do better. Yeah, Jay Z do better. Hey, um, we all we talked about Fox, and obviously that is you know, where the attention will lie with who can pick up some of the slack. But is there anybody else that you think maybe can pick up their level of play, you know, whether it's Malik or um, Kevin Herter? I think Kevin Herter maybe, you know, that's somebody that can get back to how he was at the beginning of the year. But obviously it's going to be a collective situation. But is there anybody specific outside of De'Aaron Fox that you're like, all right, we're going to need a little bit more from here? Uh, one guy that jumps out to me is Harrison. You know, you, you're, you're a vet, a guy who you think should be, I think probably can help them on the glass mm. where they're going to need some help without Sabonis. You know, I, 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 it's going to be collective, but I think Harrison's a guy, like I said, who can help them on the glass. He's a guy that if you've got to go small, I've seen it, we've seen it before. You can do it. I wouldn't say do it for like a long stretch. He can be a small ball five in certain situations. You know, I've seen I've seen it happen, and, and depending on who you're playing against, it can work for you no know, for a short stretch. So I think you just got I think you got to get creative a little bit because you can't replace a bonus. So you, I think you just get creative. You know, maybe one night you need you need physical you know you need a physical presence. You know, maybe one night you need a guy who can switch. So you go with Rashawn more. He's got to be creative and flexible at this point. You know, maybe one night you use Trey Lyles there for some minutes just to get a, a bigger guy who can space the floor. I mean, you just got to get creative. You know, they've got enough talent now where if you got to mix and match for a little bit, I, they can get away with it. So, I guess, I mean, I, like I said, I, I said Harrison, but really this has got to be, like you said, all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. You know, if Sabonis has to, you know, because my, my thing with this situation is that if this were the 1980s or even the 90s, the first play he touches the ball, someone would smack his hand. <laughs> if he does get on the court just to make sure his hand is healed. Right. And, and the thing is with something like this, if he is playing, if he needs to sit down and say, Hey, it's, this is just too much. It shouldn't be. You don't want to in game 30 something, make him feel like he's got to play through this, you know, no matter what. So all hands on deck guy, there's probably guys sitting on that bench saying, I need more of a chance. Now's your chance. Generally in the NBA, that chance comes back to everyone at some point, whether it be Mezzi, whether it be Cato, whether it be Rashawn, whether you go to it, it's, it's going to everyone's going to get a chance now. So take the chance and make the most of it. It's also worth pointing out. 
he might not miss a game. Yeah. Right. We, 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 he hasn't been ruled out tonight. We're all talking R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a buried alive match with Domas. I played taps earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't put him on a T-shirt already. We're bringing know. Boogie and, and, and Domas back and Gangsta Lean's playing in the background and the dude might be in the starting lineup tonight. He might go out there and get 30 and 20 tonight and be like, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this Undertaker. is all hypothetical at this point. So, you know, we're just, you know, the, the, like I said, the thing is, I think they're built a little bit better to, to withstand it if he does need to sit out some time or if you got to scale his minutes back, mm-hmm. even though the backups of bonus minutes have been scary this year. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. still have to, you know, at some point, somebody got to step up or you got to go get some help. You, even if Sabonis was healthy, there was going to be that question about the backup five and do you need to get some more help with him? So, Hey, we'll see. Like I said, like you said, he could play 35 minutes tonight, and then we're over here just writing him off, and he's over there like, I, I feel okay. <laughs> yeah. It's DeMarcus Cousins time, Hammer. Well, I, I, <laughs> I just don't think that they'll ever pull the trigger on that. But, um, you know, like, he could help them. He could help them all over the place at this point, even if it's just in short bursts. Like, they, they do need to address the position one way or another just because, you know, you don't have the – the depth that you can withstand anything long-term from Sabonis, but you also, you know, you're still struggling on a nightly basis. Mm. Uh, you need someone that can fill some of the void there that, that can protect the rim and do everything else uh, that Sabonis does. And it's it's he's such a rare breed that there's nothing you can do when, when he's off the court, like your team takes, it has to be, has to play the game a completely different way. Mm-hmm. It, it's just totally different. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jason, um, how do you think, this where do you think I should say this Kings team is overall we talked about it earlier a couple of deflating losses last week um the loss to Charlotte then the loss to Washington um a lot of people are you know oh man here, here we go again and you couple that with the DeMontis Sabonis injury a lot of people are apprehensive a lot of people are apprehensive right now where do you see this team I think they're I think they're fine I haven't changed how I feel about them I feel the same way I did two weeks ago. I think they're fine. I think they're a good team. I think they're part of like four teams that are going to fight for positioning between five and eight. I think that's where they're at. Do you feel any different about this team right now? I think they're in that spot, but I'm still going to be old man on the lawn again. When you continue to allow teams to shoot 50%, you're going to have games like the Withers game. You're going to have some losses like that just because you cannot continue to allow teams to shoot 50 from the field, 40 from three. Just can't. And, you know, because no matter how many points you can score, you're giving up 125. So that's not going to work every night. So I think they're still in that same range. But for me, that's always going to be the concern is that when, whenever I'm going through and seeing another team shooting 50, 51%, that's just not that's just not a good thing. I mean, <laughs> there's no way around it. You're gonna have games like the Withers game because teams are gonna come in, even if they have a bad record, a guy like a Kyle Kuzma or they're gonna have a guy like that or a Bradley or whoever it is. It could be the Rockets with a Jalen Green or someone like that. You know, a guy's gonna get hot and make it a long night for you. Yeah. You know. So I mean I, to me that's my main concern with them. But I still think they're a top eight team in the West. I mean, because even with look at the landscape, the Lakers don't have AD, the Spur, the Warriors don't have Steph. 
You know, I, I think I still think something's missing in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I'm still not so, you know, I'm still not certain what's going on with Dallas all the way around. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's, there's you know, Minnesota. like I said, Minnesota is whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think they're still in a good spot overall. And when, like I said, when I harp on defense, I'm talking about do you want to still be in that lump of teams, kind of like you said, five through eight, five through nine or whatever? Or are you looking to try to maybe, move, you know, keep moving up? And they may not be able to crack the top four, but if you're looking big picture, can't let teams keep shooting 50% on you. I don't. I mean, I know all people will say, well, they do this in the final five minutes and this and this. There's going to be some nights where the final five aren't going to matter. Well, and, and real quick, both I want to ask you this as well, James, because you weren't here for the discussion. But I I talked to uh, Damien about it earlier, and I was just like, "Yo, that's kind of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. Like their their recipe for winning is some of the stats that we talk about every night: twenty seven plus assists. They need to make twelve plus threes, and they probably need to win the fast break battle, and that's how they're going to win." And as constructed, their DNA as of right now, that's who they are. I don't expect them to play much better defense than what they do right now. But when they do all that stuff, when they're hit, and for me, when they're hitting their threes, they can beat any team in the in the in the league. And the way they're constructed, they can hit twelve plus threes a lot of the times. But that, like to me, that's that's kind of who they are. That's their DNA right now. And and maybe. Is a little too simplistic, or I'm selling them short, or whatever. But Jason and and James, I mean, what, what do you guys think about that? I think that's that's just who they are. They're a three point shooting team. They get us up and down. They like to score in the one twenties, and that's how they try to beat you. Yeah, Jason, go ahead. No, I think that's who, that is who they are. I think that's just what they that's the way they have to play. Mm-hmm. So I, my whole thing is just that if I have a concern, it's just that when I see all these teams shooting fifty percent. Because, you know, that's just my thing. You know, it's, they, they, they're they not going to be a team that's going to beat you 108 to 102. <laughs> that's not who they are. But I don't think it's crazy to expect over the course of the year to continue to make, you know, to get teams down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 50, you can't be bottom in those two categories consistently and not expect to have some rough nights. Mm-hmm. This, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So, but this is how they have to play. Yeah, I would say this, like adding to that, this isn't a, a team that forces a ton of turnovers. So they're not like a super aggressive team that is going to get a ton of fast breaks. Like when they do score in transition, a lot of times it's just off of misses. It's off of made baskets where they just get the ball out quick. Um, so like, uh, but the fact that they're number 19, number 18, 19 in defensive rating right now, such a vast improvement over anything that we've seen over the last like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke Walton had this team like they were number 30, but they were so far below everyone two years ago in defensive rating. And right now they're holding at about like the best case scenario. Like if there is some way for them to get to like number 15, I think it like people in Sacramento would throw a party. Uh, <laughs> but I think what they have to be is really, really good offensive uh, offensively and efficient offensively, which of course is what Sabonis helps you with is being so efficient. And, uh, and then on the defensive end, just try to be manageable where they are right now. And I think that they're going to have 
an opportunity. I, I don't think that they can stay at 500 on the road. They'll finish a few games under 500 on the road. But if you can take care of business at home, which they're not doing right now, but if you can take care of business at home, you have an opportunity to be a team that finishes five, six, eight games over 500. Do you think that their defense has regressed at all from the start of this season to this point? No, I, I think in, on certain nights they're better. They're better than what really? you think. Even, you know, like Mike Brown said it after the game the other night. He said, I don't care about steals and I don't care about blocks. I don't believe in those stats. I believe in steals <laughs> because they're, they're a true turnover. But I get what he says about blocks. Like, he, you know, he had the number two rated defense in the NBA last year with the Golden State Warriors. And they were a great rebounding team that had two guys lead the team in rebounds at 7.3 rebounds and Steph Curry as his third leading rebounder. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a team that didn't block shots at all. And they still led the were second in the league in defensive rating. So you can, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat, basically, is yeah. what Mike Brown keeps saying. Skinning so cats. Why are we doing Jeez. what these cats do? <laughs> like, man. Poor cats, yeah. Poor cats. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think defensive, I mean, I think they, I don't think they've regressed. I just think they're going to have some nights like you had last week. But those nights are bound to pop up just because they don't force a lot of turnovers, you know, and they don't, you know, because I look at that game they had, they won at Memphis. That was one of the times where they actually were getting turnovers and getting out and running mm. and, and creating some offense on a night where the ball wasn't going down the way they norm- that it normally had been. So, but that's not really who they are. So I just think that, I don't think they've really regressed. I think they've had probably more better nights lately than they have worse nights over the course of the year. If you just kind of look at, you know, they've had some better nights. Just think that the way they are for every couple of good nights, you're going to get a, you're going to get a Washington night. You're going to get a night like that. So you can't overreact and go, Oh my God, it's all over. But that's what they are. Yeah. Hey, so we, it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's not. not, once yet, it's you know, over. So and, you're uh, saying there's you know, a chance. If, if the playoffs started today, hey, there it is. There we go. There it is. <laughs> hey, we it's don't science. know. We don't always get the opportunity to do this, but we do this week. It's Niners Raiders, and I don't want to talk crazy to Jason. I'm not here to do that. I want to be a professional and get a true assessment of what's going on in Las Vegas. Derek Carr is he is he playing out? Is he playing his final two games as a Raider quarterback? I think there's a good chance he's made the scapegoat, but someone's got to answer why this offensive genius of a coach can't score after halftime. Mm. I, ref- I, you know, maybe his I've quarterback some- keeps throwing it to the other team. Mm. Maybe, maybe his he should lean on. I don't know the NFL's leading rusher. Mm. Maybe, the choir. When, Maybe when you have three timeouts in like ten degree, nine degree weather, the play call shouldn't be three thirty yard passes downfield. Mm. Mm. I mean, maybe you should if you're going to throw the ball deep over the middle in the wind. Maybe I don't know. You throw it to Devontae Adams, not your shortest wide receiver. <laughs> you know, maybe if your quarterback is struggling, you stop asking him to chuck the ball down the field. Mm. I mean. I, I, Derek is going to get blamed, but you we, we've got 15 games of evidence of some ain't right there. Hmm. I mean, was it four uh, halftime leads of 10 or more? Oh, I mean, Crazy. was it like four 17-point leads or yeah. something like that? Yeah. You lost to Baker Mayfield, who had just got off a plane. Hmm. <laughs> you lost to Jeff Saturday. 
Oh, jeez. Oh. I, I, I can't, you know, D- Derek Carr was terrible in that second <laughs> half. I can't, I can't absolve that coach of losing to Jeff Saturday. I could be wrong. I think you might be the only one who's lost to Jeff <laughs> he Saturday. He is the only one. He <laughs> is the only oh, one. No. The best is Jason is a Raider fan. He's saying all of this. Like, that's just... Oh, Jason, keep it real about this scene. <laughs> oh, I know. Could, but look. You can't, how do you – I guess if Mark Davis had real cash money like a Jerry Jones, Josh gets fired after he lost to Jeff Saturday. He gets that he Nathaniel make Hackett treatment. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, there was no Lane Kiffin tarmac, but he deserved to get fired on the tarmac for that. Well, all he needs is and, uh... and then this, this whole spiel about we got to learn to win. A lot of these guys made the playoffs last year. Now they all suck. A lot, well, <laughs> well, look, a lot of these uh, things that you know have gone on haven't resulted in McDaniel's being fired. But I don't know. Maybe in this Niners game, he asked Carlson to kick a 77-yard field goal, and that'll get him fired. No, probably not. <laughs> so, here's the thing. He doesn't seem to like Carlson. I mean, there's how many times have he had a chance to move the ball and get in field goal range? No, let's throw the ball 40 yards down the field from the 20. Mm. I'm like, I'll, get, I'll say this. Shanahan will at least scheme to get guys open. I can't remember the last time Josh McDaniel schemed to, to create a, a opportunity for one of his players. It's like, Devontae, don't go in motion. Devontae, stand here and beat your man. It's like, dude, this is the genius. I'm like, this is terrible. And it's just, I mean, you heard what Steve Smith said after the game. I mean, he's basically making fun of him. He's like, what is a college offense? What are you doing? Hmm. They're 0-6 when when, uh, uh, Josh, uh, no, you're not Josh, you know, uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs, 0-6 when he gets 15 or fewer carries, like like less than 15 carries. Hmm. That would seem to tell you that maybe in nine-degree weather, even if it's not working a little bit, maybe you want to put the fullback in and run with the leading rusher instead of what we did against the Rams, put Josh at fullback and Devontae at tailback with the game on the line. Man, give me a new coach. Well, that's the view from Las Vegas. Man, you you can get rid of Derek Carr. If that man's still the coach, it won't matter. A crazy stat, Derek Carr, who, of course, him and Devontae Adams, they played together in college, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. He has has 88 catches for 1290 on the season, 12 touchdowns. So a solid season. He has 160 targets and only 88 catches. Damn. Mm. How are you missing that many? I mean, that to me, that's a stunning stat. I I haven't gone through and looked, but I'm going to guarantee that Cooper Cup didn't get like 320 (laughs) targets last year and he got 160. I I don't think that that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of those targets are, hey, Devontae, run down, run a fade and just throw it at him. (laughs) It's like, oh. Run to the street light. (laughs) Go to the back of the Cadillac. I'm sitting there watching going. And mind you, I covered the the what is it the uh, Art Shell year in 06 where that might have been the worst offense oh. I'd ever seen. Ooh. Was that and Randy? Going, <laughs> Everyone in the room. Oh, was that Randy on the on the? Yeah, side that was that back? was there. That was uh, like Andrew Walter, Aaron Brooks, and at quarterback. And I'm sitting there going, could they be? I mean, I know there there's better numbers, you know, from you know from Devontae and all that, you know, but. I just watch them, and I just go on both sides of the ball. What are you doing? Like even that that game winning touchdown, the pickets. I'm like, what are you in? How are you? How are you letting the guy run to the end zone untouched? 
You know, I just said, it, thanks for ruining my mood. I had forgot about them. Oh. I moved on. Well, that's your boy. I'm not watching the game on Sunday, probably. I'm going to protect my peace. I don't need turn to your, see that. Just... Turn your phone off, too. I don't hey, need to. Hey. I don't have to. I, or, I, just, I, I, or just block a couple I'm, people. Look, man, the Raiders are a, a great organization. They're a first-class organization. Derek Carr, underrated quarterback. You know, it's going to be a tough game on Sunday. I'm just prepared for them to, to trade Derek and then Josh will go get Jimmy Jimmy G and bring him to Vegas. Mm. Oh, there and you make go. Jimmy his then make then make Jimmy his scapegoat for everything that didn't go right. Love you, Jay. Stay away from the TV this weekend, man. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm gonna hang out with my children. Yeah. There you I'm go. Gonna do That's good dad. Job. Good dad. Father of the year award right there. <laughs> Appreciate you, Jay. Thanks as always. All right. All right catch y'all later. It's our man Jason Jones. Uh has no problem telling us how he feels no, about know. the Raiders. Uh, Cooper Cup, 145 catches last year. <clears throat> 191 targets. Oof. Yeah. It's not a good look for Derek. Yeah, I love I love our guy, Filthy McNasty, so much. This is our man in 100 grand. He says, thank you. If Derek Carr was so bad, he wouldn't have led us to those 17-0 <laughs> leads. It's not Carr's fault, but he will get the blame. He's the reason we got those 17-0 leads, uh, but not the reason that we lost them. Uh, we appreciate you so much for being with us. Hey, James, just let's just do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow and maybe Friday. We could probably just run this. You can do it on Friday. It'd be the James Ham Show Friday. (laughs) Oh, no. We could probably run this whole show back tomorrow, given that we'll be talking about the Denver Nuggets again. We'll just have one of the two games uh, behind us. And hopefully Mike is healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope so. Uh, Hopefully everybody's healthy based off what James said. Uh, We appreciate you so much for being with us. Uh, We'll see you here tomorrow at noon on Sacramento Sports Leader. ESPN 1320. Go Kings! Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.